back for the second part of our two-part prediction episode. I'm Wes. I'm here with Bobby. Bobby, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Wes? What up? Uh, yeah, nothing much, man. Not a whole season's, season's starting. What? We're there. Yeah, we are there. We are a week away. We uh, this episode we won't have Matt with us, unfortunately, but we'll get his picks later in the show. Uh, as far as his overalls, so we will go to that later. But for now, we're going to start out with some news going around the NFL. And starting out, let's uh, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. We'll talk about the Leonard Fournette dropping. Uh, so Jags get rid of Leonard Fournette. Um, initial reaction, kind of shocked. You know what the? It came out of nowhere for me. I actually got I woke up to about ten or fifteen texts talking about how we had cut him and i'm like what is going on because i had heard nothing about this this i know yeah i sent you a text i heard that on my way to i was actually listening to i think what was it yesterday right i was listening to mike and mike or something on my way to work Mm -hmm. and uh as soon as that news broke or whatnot i sent you a text right away (laughs) you did you did yeah you were actually one of the first ones i got it from but yeah no uh gone um didn't get traded, so I immediately turned, you know, went into all the news archives that I could find to see what was going on. Uh, I see that Maroon has an interview, watched the Maroon interview, and essentially they said that they did try and trade him. They tried to send him somewhere else, and nobody offered anything for him, uh, so they released him. And then there's another person that asked, you know, not a sixth, not a seventh, and he goes, not a fifth, not a sixth, not a seventh, nothing. So they got rid of him. He passed through waivers. And is now a free agent to be picked up. There are a couple teams interested that I've heard about so far. Tampa Bay being one of them. The Patriots being the other team. And the Patriots did just release uh, Muhammad Sanu after trading second uh, second round pick for him in, in 2019. So that was kind of yeah. sad too. But that does clear up some cat room. So makes you kind of wonder what they're going to do with that room that they have. Uh, you know, the Patriots right. are going to make some sort of move. Yeah, it was shocking to me that, you know, I mean, you're you're talking about a guy that was a top five pick, what, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I mean, you know, I was I was kind of on the fence with that. You know, a lot of people were, you know, I mean, I was I was kind of shocked, though, because, you know, everybody looks at Leonard Fournette's career as him being a guy that's going to give you like three or four healthy games. Not saying he only plays three or four games a year. Whatnot, right. But I mean, his numbers really weren't, you know, like, I mean, he actually... <laughs> Put up some, you know, like solid numbers, if you know, like, like shocking numbers to the point to where like better than what a lot of people would think, because everybody looks at Fournette as being a guy that's always injury prone. Mm-hmm. He's not when he's playing, he's not 100 percent healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally shocking to me, too, yeah, especially, you know, after, you know, um, in Gakwe last week. Um, where the Jags heading right now, man, is this a, a, an absolute clean house, total rebuild? So, so what? Before I finish off this Fournette story, there's a couple more things. So to kind of give you perspective on them, they cut, um, they cut Leonard Fournette in, I believe it was the same day or within 24 hours of Joe Mixon getting his, I believe, four-year, 44 million or three-year, 44 million dollar deal. They have virtually identical numbers, and actually Fournette has them just a little bit. Uh, That just kind of is crazy to look at. You know, the Bengals resign. Extend a running back for $44 million that's putting up the same production as a Jaguars running back that got cut. So I don't know what their idea was. Now, there is some underlying uh, information coming out that supposedly the players went to the coaches asking for this to happen. So uh, 
Uh, I know this is extremely tight-lipped, so I don't know who knows what about it, and I don't know even the legitimacy of it. But um, right now, that is a big one out there, that the locker room was done with them, wanted them gone. Fournette said nothing but nice things. Um, in Gakwe, same thing. You know, both players were very nice. Humble. Yeah, very humble and nice to the city upon them leaving, you know, which it is what it is. It's done. Um, everybody is moving forward. But as far as the Jags, it looks like uh, – and we'll get to my pick later – I, you know, on one hand, yeah, they're probably trying to blow it up. Tank for Trevor is probably the third, first thing that comes to mind. But on the other hand, you have Marone, um, potentially Caldwell, uh, and a lot of that staff that jobs are on the line this season. So I can also see that they're going to go for it. But uh, I don't know what their plan is. Uh, I don't know what they think they've got in that locker room outside of Fournette with uh, Raquel Armstead and Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson can stay healthy. He can put some yards, uh, uh, you know, he can put some numbers up on the board, but he's got to stay healthy. That's the biggest thing with him. And yeah. Raquel's young. He's He looked good last year, but he, he's completely unproven. So uh, there's a lot of yeah. – they're going to be sharing a lot of the reps this season because it doesn't appear Jacksonville's looking for anybody. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, unless they're going to go for a full air raid offense, we're going to – Minshew's going to – he's going to be tested this year. Big time, big yeah, time. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is going to be to me. This will be like a maker. I mean, you know, Mitchu's definitely going to. Um, uh, if he can, you know, I mean, like I say, I won't talk predictions, but if Minshew can uh, pull out some, you know, a few wins, some really good quality wins, you know, kind of with the supporting staff that he has right now. Um, that could really benefit himself going forward here in the NFL. Yeah, he's essentially playing for his career uh, yeah. this season. He's got he can't let Jacksonville get a top two, top three pick. You know, he can't if he wants any shot at, at not or any shot at being the quarterback of this team next year. Because I'll tell you what, if if they do draft Trevor Lawrence, I can promise you that uh, Gardner's Minshew's days. He'll still be a Jag, but uh, he will right. not be the starter by any any means. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Well, let me, so let me ask you this real quick before Go ahead. we get off the of Fournette yeah. thing. Like, where do you think a good landing spot for Fournette will be? Uh, you know, I, I got a couple places in mind too, but I'll definitely let you, you know, take the lead on that. Yeah, no, I mean, I was looking at it. Uh, Patriots and Tampa Bay definitely do make sense. Both of those teams need a, a little more, a little more solidified run game. Um, I could see them bringing him into. See, it's it's tough with his money because you, you, if, if you take money out of it, I could see them putting him in uh, with the Chargers, you know, a good one-two punch with Eckler now that Melvin Gordon's gone. Um, I mean, shoot, even the Rams with Jalen Ramsey over there, and it, that would be a good place for yeah. him. So there, there are good – I mean, there's locations he could go to. I mean, I could even see him being a backup to Drake or even playing with Drake in, uh, in Arizona. So there, there's a lot of options. Yeah. So. Uh, maybe lightening the load for some other teams or, you know, testing out a back or creating a competition to potentially, you know, make it so that they don't have to pay one of them as much as the other one. I it, 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 There's a lot of places he, he could go right now. Yeah, I mean, I personally think, you know, like, I you know, I do like the Patriots. Obviously, a lot of people, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, thrives off of taking players, you know, that didn't, you know, um, have a successful career, you know, and then um, turn them into, you know, the players, you know, that they could be or whatnot. I see him going to a cold weather team, though, personally, you know, like even like the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, um, there or the Patriots. I just see like Leonard Fournette as one of those guys. I'm not saying the reason why his injuries are because, you know, like, I mean, he's the LSU boy. He's been in the South his whole career, but he's just one of those big, powerful running backs. He likes I contact. Think, uh, he likes contact. And I could see him playing up in a cold weather team right there. 
that you know might even benefit him you know you know for his health you know throughout the career because you know that hot weather does take a toll on your body and that's all he's ever known so um i mean even like a buffalo i don't know it'll be interesting to see though but um i don't think you know it'll be long i just i'm baffled about how the jaguars you know like we're talking about what 10 days out from the season they're starting running back mm-hmm. you know? yeah you know you're, you're already game planning you know you're, you're already game planning you know for week one so that was a shocking move yeah it truly was shocking i mean i i heard no i mean there was some talk about it at the end of the season but i figured they would just kind of roll through this season with them and then go go with it after this and and you know what whatever yeah, happens happens but he maybe he can prove that he's done you know worth his draft value because i think he still had you know he's got a good lot of good years left in him but i don't think he was behind the greatest line and i think he was behind a developing line that hasn't fully worked together for multiple years before and then that's the problem they couldn't create any sort of rapport with anybody else and it, it became a problem all season long but we'll see where he ends up alvin kamara another guy missed three days of practice contract issues uh yeah he's got a lot going on uh he's got a whole lot going on uh so he he returned to practice today uh sean payton said that they are working on an extension they'll let anybody know if there's any update to it there's a report to him being on the trade block they'd be open to trading him what do you make all of this bobby well so yeah i'm keeping up to date though so i mean apparently yesterday he was holding out and apparently did he report back today or like um, uh yeah he reported in today he did report right today. so I mean, he hasn't he hasn't said that, you know, he's like, here, I'm back. Let's it. you know, we'll negotiate my contract at the end of the season. So it's kind of still a day by day thing with him. But he did report back today. He did report um, back today, a day after being after it was said that he was on the trade block and he had, um, he had not asked for a trade. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's shocking. I mean, that's uh, I mean, Alvin Kamara. I mean, you know, he's I mean, he's one of the best, you know, all around backs in the NFL. And you're talking about another young guy, a premier player um i just don't understand how these teams are like doing this you know <laughs> you know kind of like last minute you know these high profile players you know but then again this isn't a normal season though you know we haven't had a preseason you know we haven't had you know many camps or anything like that so whew, uh, i don't know i mean we'll see i mean there's i mean I, I mean i'm sure you know if they can get a trade from there's plenty of opportunities out there for them you know mm-hmm. i mean you got teams you know like the dolphins like uh, jacksonville jacksonville although or, i don't know I mean, if they're in the market to, to be picking players up right now i think they're more selling the house than anything at this time yeah i mean i like the rams you know you know it's a landing spot for him mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. after losing you know like a talk early and you know with todd mcveigh's offense you know he would definitely force in that offense but um whew, i don't know i mean yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, these guys want to get paid. Like you say, Joe Mixon signed a four-year, $48 million extension. So, you know, that's all it takes is for one guy, you know, to, you know, hit that. And then the domino, the dominoes fall. So it's not a thing that if you're, if you're a Saints fan, that's not what you want to hear, you know, <laughs> T-minus 10 days going into the season. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they continue to say that they are actively negotiating. But, I mean, it's going to be uh... – it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. I think that does get resolved, though. I think that deal gets done. But he was uh, – the reports were that the the Saints were 100% happy with making him a top five running back at like 12 or 13 million a year or something like that. And uh, he wanted more like Christian McCaffrey money, which is like 16, I believe. 
you yeah. know, and I, I mean, he's good, but I, I don't have him on Christian McCaffrey's level right now, unfortunately for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking up a little stat right here, which is pretty interesting. And, um, you know, to me, it was like kind of a quiet stat. But, um, you know, he is the only player in league history to rush for 2,000 yards and have 2,000 receiving yards and make three Pro Bowls um, in his first three NFL seasons. So, um, I mean, he's definitely productive. Um, but Christian McCaffrey money, though, yeah, I'm not sure about that. But, um, wow, it's interesting, man. There's a, you know, if – you know, if there's a trade out there, somebody, I mean, there's two that to me, Leonard Fournette is going to be, I, I can see him, you know, like if he. These aren't, you know, guys that have a lot of miles on their legs. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to go ahead, since, since we're getting ready to start doing our picks, I think I should bring one more person in. Person in. I didn't think he was joining us, but now he is live from Virginia. Here's Matt. What's up, Matt? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's going on, guys? What? Going? Oh, yeah. He, he got off early. Yeah, he is home. He is ready, and he is locked in for this season, I believe. Hey, Matt, what do you think about – um? You want to get Matt's little insight? Yeah, real go quick ahead, go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead and run them through him real quick. Matt, what do you think about? Uh, we were just talking before you got in, though. We we're talking about Fournette first, obviously, and uh, Kamara. What are your thoughts on Fournette? <clears throat> oh man, uh, honestly, well, yeah, I think we. Uh, I, I mean, I was surprised. I'm sure, just like everybody else. I mean, we're two weeks, less than two weeks before the season, so mm-hmm. definitely caught me off guard. Uh, but I do know what's kind of going on there, that situation in Jacksonville. Um, you know, seems like they're definitely in a full re- rebuild. Um, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what goes on with uh, Garner and Minshew, in, in my opinion. Um, just because are, are they going to tank all the way and, and go for Trevor, or you know, I I, I don't know. Well, that's me, the conversation I, we had. We definitely talked about that. Uh, you know, Marone coming out and saying that he's like, I can't afford to tank, or I'm not going to have a job. Uh, Minshew, we talked about that as well. You know, you know, if he doesn't want to be the, you know, pretty much tossed to the wayside, he's got to go out there and win those games, and it's going to be tough. He's he's not going to have any help pretty much to win these games. He's got a good a good group of young receivers, I think, that will help him out. But that run game is a hundred percent a liability, which means he's going to be in a lot of sticky situations this year. Um, but then yeah, also the uh, Kamara information we talked about him missing three days. Um, then they apparently he's on the trade block and then, you know, today he shows up at practice again. Uh, we were curious if we thought the deal would get done. What do you think? So, I mean, to me, I think they both tie in, uh, I heard that a deal was almost pretty much in place and that is why they showed up to practice today. Um, you know, I can't confirm that, but that, mm-hmm. that's just what I've heard. Um, but no, those two, the, the Fournette and Camaro, to me, they could tie together. Uh, who knows? The Jags have, we already know, they have a stock load of picks for this next draft. They do. I'm pretty sure they could toss one of those, what, maybe second round, third round See, that's picks. That's what I was thinking. That I was thinking like second and third would probably be a good price for him. But I, I, even that's, and then plus he's going to get paid a contract too. I mean, let's just, let's not let it, uh, you know, undergloss that at all. Because that's going to be hmm. a, a good, that would be a negotiating tactic should Caldwell go to to table with something like that. But. You know? But uh, you got to think, I mean, Kamara's not – I don't think he can – I don't even think he can ask for a mega deal. He's well, not going to so, get a mega deal. I think this would be the perfect time to 
you know, trade maybe hopefully a third rounder, you get him, and then he balls out. I mean, with him, he's a smaller guy. I mean, he's more of the pass catcher and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, if he had 900 yards and 10, 8 to 10 rushing touchdowns, but also like receiving touchdowns, I mean, I think that would be a huge pickup for the Jags. They would um, quote unquote fit the scheme, which is why they said they got rid of him. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they do with them. But yeah, I yeah, agree with you. That would be interesting. Let's go ahead and get into these predictions. We're going to start in the AFC North with the uh, Cleveland Browns. And their season starts out with a week one matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, we talked about this a lot last season. Both matchups were extremely close, and correct me if I'm wrong, but one of them did end up going in favor of the uh, Browns, correct? Or was it a close loss that I'm thinking of? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, you said what was a close loss? Which game? Uh, the, Ra- the Ravens and Browns. Yeah, I believe. Uh, let me pull it up. But I believe both of those games uh, were extremely close. And I think didn't the Browns squeak yeah. one? Or didn't the Browns win one of them, and then the Ravens won one? But they were both yeah, nail so biters. Right. While you're pulling that up, I'll kind of go through my thoughts on their season. So their season is going to be a difficult one, uh, a lot more than last year's. Um, I still don't think this team is gelling at all. Uh, exactly what I thought was going to happen to this team last year happened. They did it a little bit better record-wise than I expected, but I still expected that team to implode, and that's exactly what happened. Um, no surprises there. I think they'll get get it together a little bit better this year. Um, their week one going into Baltimore, I know the fan thing is going to be kind of all over the place this year, but uh, the Ravens, they're going to take an L there in a close one again. It will be close. I think this defense is uh, with the Ravens is going to be learning how to work together, and, and I think Cleveland has an opportunity to take advantage of that. It's just a matter of can Baker Mayfield make it happen in that game. Yeah, and, you know, I'll let you continue with this, Wes, though, but anytime, you know, no matter when Cleveland and uh, the Browns – or when the Browns and the Ravens play – I mean, you're talking about history that goes back to Art Modell eras and all that, you know, exactly. the, you know, the and all that. So, I mean, that's just a rivalry game, no matter what, man. I mean, you could pretty much flip a coin. Obviously, the Ravens are the Ravens, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, those games are always going to be battles. Yep, and, and they go from one divisional battle game to what I think will be another one, the Bengals, um, and then they have Washington and Dallas after that, uh, Indy, Pittsburgh. And I look through the schedule, and I, I, it's going to be a tough season for them. They have a couple ones I can see them getting in there, but I think it's going to be overall kind of another rough year. I see them going five and eleven, and and this will be whoa, wow, yeah, yeah. I have them having a very rough year. Um, I, I, I just this team, there's something missing with Cleveland, and until they figure it out, I just don't see them having a good year. It's going to be a surprisingly bad year. Um, don't be surprised to see a lot of injuries league-wide, but maybe more affecting teams like this uh, with a lot more star-studded players. So, I don't know. My hopes are down on the Browns. I hope they prove me wrong because they are fun to watch. But, yeah, I got them 5-11. and 11. Uh, Matt, go ahead. So, yeah, uh, going back to the uh, last year uh, when the Browns and Ravens played, the first game is week four. Uh, it was Browns at Ravens, and the Browns won that game 40 to 25. That's that's um, really a blowout. Right, and at that, what, point, they they what week was that? Week four, I believe. Mm. Yeah, one, yeah, week four. That's right. The Browns started off hot. 
Like All right, two and two. I got and some then, uh, breaking news. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Uh, there is an right. agreement in principle right now on a one-year deal with Leonard Fournette and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers Ooh. look like they're bringing in Leonard Fournette. Anyway, go they're, all in. They're, all, they're all in right now. They're all in. That's not a bad move. They still do have Shady McCoy on that roster, yep. Yeah, nice. wow. Okay. okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty interesting. All right. All right. But yeah, go ahead. And, uh, you can, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Definitely. I was just gonna say another weapon for freaking Tom Brady. Yeah. Go figure. But, um, yeah. No. All right. So then the second game uh, <laughs> uh, was the second to last game uh, of the season with the Ravens and Browns, and then the Ravens at that point were steamrolling, and they won that game thirty-one fifteen. Mm-hmm. So two two different teams at two different points of the season. Um. West, I'm actually kind of on the opposite of you. I, I think, uh, you know, what I've heard from Cleveland's camp with Baker Mayfield, you know, taking taking it more serious. Uh, this isn't college. This is, you know, he's a professional now. He, I think he should take himself, you know, more serious. And I don't think he did last year. I think he, you know, I heard uh, talks of him being overweight coming into camp last year, everything like that. So this year, um, you know, we all we all hear it every season. The cliche, uh, in the best shape of my life, <laughs> happens every yeah. all, happens every off season. <laughs> Doesn't matter what team, what player, it's it's always like that. But I think Cleveland's gonna kind of hang. I think they're gonna hang in there. I think Baltimore's gonna take a slight step back. Uh, but I have Cleveland actually going ten and six. Man, I think they're actually gonna. They're gonna stay quiet this year. They're not gonna run their mouths. They're not. They, we're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna hear anything from Odell. I mean, have we? we I don't think we've heard anything. Not you know, much. From him but you also got to consider quarantine and stuff like that. He he's not going out as much. People aren't getting his interviewed as much either. So it it. Well, it I'm, I'm more curious to see what happens when the season gets rolling. Right. No. And, and you're you're 100 correct. But I mean, of all people, uh, even in these COVID times. You would think Odell Beckham would be one of those guys on social media. Oh yeah. That's oh, true. Uh, you know, at this coronavirus, we're over here partying anyway. Mm. So it still still kind of surprises me. But I had I like I said, I got the Browns going ten and six, man. I think they're gonna. I think they're they're gonna be tough. They're gonna do the the thing in your eyes, uh, Bobby. What's your thoughts? So I'm kind of in between both of you right there. I don't have them as down as West does. I don't have them as great as Matt does, but. I mean, hey, I mean, dating back to last year, if I remember the predictions, I think I even had them winning the division, you know, with all the hype with Baker Mayfield, Odell, and, um, you know, and company. Um, obviously, they didn't live up to expectations. Uh, I mean, I'll I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I really do love the offense. You know, I mean, they got – I mean, the weapons are there. It's just like – to me, it's like I'm, I'm kind of waiting for them to, like, you know, kind of just explode. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like, is this Baker Mayfield's like last chance? Cause I mean, you got, you know, Nick, you know, you got Chubb and Bream Hunt, you know, out there, Odell Beckham and um, Jarvis Landry. And uh, didn't they sign Austin Hooper, you know, as their yeah. tight end? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I drafted him in my draft. I, I, yeah, man. I hope he so, succeeds. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, the offense is there. They're loaded. Their offensive line has a couple question marks. But I mean, when you have weapons like that around you, um, you know, you can kind of get away with the mediocrity when it comes to that. Um, as far as the defense defensive side of the ball, um, 
I mean, I remember their, I think their Grant dealt it, their safety they drafted last year. I think he was suffering from injuries or whatnot, but I think he's back healthy. So, I mean, I have them. I mean, I, I mean, I got them going eight and eight. You know, I have okay. them actually being a pretty competitive team, and um, you know, in a in a really competitive conference, believe it or not. You know, aside from the Bengals, but um, I got them going eight and eight. All right, there you go. Uh, kind of a little bit of every angle, and with the. Uh... With the Cleveland Browns, we'll see uh, what side of the spectrum they hit, if it's more towards me, more towards Matt, or somewhere like in the middle with Bobby. Moving from them, we're going to Pittsburgh. Big Ben is back in town. He is ready to get his revenge on the NFL. Bobby, how does he do it? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, man. I don't know. Like Big Ben could be one of those guys that's going to come back. You know, We haven't seen him in a while. It's going to be fun to watch because, you know, whether you like him or not, Big Ben's always fun to watch. Yep. Uh He's got some weapons out there too, obviously, you know, um, you know, I mean, they're expecting big things, you know, with Eric Ebron, you know, you know, as you know, they're a tight end. Uh, Pittsburgh is always going to have that defense, you know, bottom line they're you know, with Devin Bush and Vince Williams, you know, and <laughs> TJ Watt. I mean, we saw what he did last year, you know, and, you know, Bud Dupree, great linebacker out of Kentucky. I mean, Pittsburgh is one of those teams that are always going to compete, man. I mean, when was the last time Pittsburgh's went, you know, three, four, five, six, one season. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're always, I mean, they're just, they're always one of those teams, man. They're, they're, they're a gritty they're, football team. Mike Tomlin's always going to have them boys ready to play. I mean, the biggest question mark to me is like how Big Ben comes back, you know, like, yeah, I mean, is he, obviously he's not going to be the Ben of the old or whatnot, but I mean, if, you know, if Ben can, you know, just do what he's been doing in the past. I mean, I see them actually finish second in the division. I got them going nine and seven. So we'll there you see. Go. There you go. Nine and seven. Uh, yeah, actually, this one we agree on 100%. I have them going nine and seven as well. I think they will get rolling. I think they will do good, but I do not think they're going to go nuts. Uh, yes, this team did really good without having their starting quarterback last year. Uh, with a plethora of different quarterbacks starting for them, they seem to do really good. But you also have to keep in fact it was a nightmare for defensive coordinators to to prepare against because they had no idea what was coming at them. And that's not to say that that strategy wins every time, but it – it can it can get you a few ones it's a few close games if if they let it stay close. So I have them going nine and seven. I think they start out um they start out kind of strong against games in uh in New York and home versus Denver. Uh, then they have the AFC South and the NFC East being Philly uh, and Baltimore. Kind of a really tough stretch uh, tough stretch there uh, that I think that will hurt them. And then they kind of get rolling again. They have Bengals, Jacksonville. Uh, Washington, uh, they have the Bengals again, so that they have a lot of opportunities to kind of come back at the end of the season and kind of finish it on a strong note. And I think that's what they'll do. It'll be close. They'll probably sneak into the playoffs with this new format. But yeah, I got them going nine and seven. Matt, what do you got? I got, uh, I got. You said nine and seven. I got them going seven to nine. I don't believe. Uh, I don't. I think ben, Big Ben is going to be. He's gonna come out, and I think Pittsburgh might they, they they might start out a little a little hot, but I think it's gonna fall off. I don't. I think the division is gonna to be too too much. I think on offense they got they're they're missing too many pieces. 
I'm not even sure about James Conner and all that right now. Like that hasn't even worked out. At, and that 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 whole situation on both sides on Le- Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers, in my opinion, backfired big time. So Agreed. On both sides. Agreed. Um, but yeah, seven to nine. I I don't see much improvement. Um, I think it's going to be the end for Big Ben. Um, but I also could I could also see him kind of making the playoff push. I mean, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, I think, are going to be close. I think we all know Cincinnati, regardless of uh, Joe Burrow and all mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Uh, we already know they're in, they're still going to be in rebuild mode, you know. So I could see that, you know, yeah. It's going to be a fight between th- those three teams, but I think Pittsburgh – I think Big Ben's arm is going to fall off towards the end of the season, and they're going to fall off. And so what did you have them finishing? Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Gotcha. Seven and nine. All Let's go ahead and move on to who you were just talking about, Joe Burrow and those Cincinnati Bengals coming off the first overall pick in the draft. Uh, Burrow with a lot to prove and uh, Joe Mixon a lot to prove with that new contract he just got. So uh, why don't you, Matt, why don't you start us out with this one? What do you uh, have Joe Burrow and co doing? Um, I'm I'm back and forth between uh, five and eleven and six and ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they do still have AJ Green. You know, he's 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 a monster. He's you know been pretty quiet his whole career, but um, been been very solid, almost Hall, Hall of Fame worthy, uh, without a few injuries happening in there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, five and eleven, six and ten still sounds about right to me. They got a lot of work to do on both sides of the ball. I think they're they're. I mean, the defense they've all aged out. So I mean, I'm not even. I, I couldn't even tell you honestly, like five standout players uh, on, on other than Joe Burrow, uh, what Joe Mixon, AJ Green, Green, other than yeah. three. Um. Couldn't tell you who else is on that team. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to have a good season. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule right now, too. And just like earlier earlier when I checked it, I feel the same way. I think it's actually going to be even worse than that. Uh, they have a tough schedule. It's not going to be easy. Not to mention your division right off the bat. But on top of that, you have the AFC South with Tennessee and Houston, even without um, – DeAndre Hopkins, that's going to be tough for them. The Colts, who knows what they're going to do with Phillip Rivers. Um, then you have, like I said, the division, and then you have Dallas late in the season with Baltimore, too. Like, I mean, it, it, at the end of this this last four-game stretch I keep looking at, it's just brutal. It's home versus Dallas, home versus Pittsburgh, at Houston, home versus Baltimore. I mean, that is tough. Yeah, tough. So with that being said, it is going to be another rough year. I do think there is there it's coming. They're they're gonna get it, but they're they're they gotta get rolling with more than just Joe Burrow, like you said earlier, Matt. So I have them actually finishing four and twelve in this division. Uh, four and twelve, Bobby. Yeah, I'm. Right, I mean, I'm right there. Uh, I mean, this is just another team. Like, and I mean, I'll I'll throw a little curveball to this uh to our podcast right now, like. Joe Burrow, like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, he had the greatest season a college quarterback has ever had in their career last year, mm-hmm. you know, stat-wise, no question about it. This guy was coming, you know, before that, he was a no-name, you know, uh, at Ohio State. You know, lost his dog to Justin Fields and uh, Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
he was dealt a hell of a hand over at LSU. I mean, they're, I mean, the talent they have out there is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm not sold on him right now, man. You know, I mean, he was a clear number one pick. Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, and I mean, I hope I'm proven wrong. I really like the kid. I love his swagger and all that. We're going to see, though. I mean, like, like we were saying earlier, you got A.J. Green, you know, and what Tyler Boyd are, the, Boyd are the two receivers. I mean, don't forget about John Ross, Mr. 422. This guy is going in the contract year. Mm-hmm. They drafted him number nine three years ago. He hasn't done a damn thing. And that's my boy from the University of Washington. Yep. I love him, you know. And I'm like, come on, Ross. Like, so, like, unless they can get a breakout season from him, uh, it's going to be tough sledding. And like Matt and you guys and, and Wes were saying, that schedule is brutal. I mean, they, they have no help in that schedule at all. And, you know, as far as the defense, you know, I mean, like Matt was saying, I mean, other than those players, I really can't even tell you, you know, you know, pretty much anything but that. I have them, and I had them going 5-11, and 11, and that's being friendly right there. Yeah. 5-11. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they could get to 6-10 and 10 and that's saying it, but – that's probably as much as I'd expect from them this year. I do think they, you know, have sunny days in the horizon, but uh, it, they're not there yet. Not not yet. Hey, 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 you know what, man? I mean, if you're a Jags fan or somebody that wants a quarterback, man, you want them to be the bottom dwellers right there because you know they're not going to take a quarterback next year anyway. So. Exactly. Exactly. We're moving on from the opposite of bottom dwellers, the Baltimore Ravens, who had a fantastic year last season, cut short once again by a playoff loss. Um. I look at this team and it's I'm hard pressed to find an, an L in their season. Um, Kansas City is going to be a tough one. Uh, I think Pittsburgh will give them give them hell. Uh, and then you know like last year, you never know. Cleveland gave them trouble last year early on in the season, but I still think they were trying to figure themselves out. Like you said, uh, Matt, that they just kind of went started rolling towards the end of the season and got it together. But I mean, they have. Oh man, this is. I mean, it, let's 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 say they can handle their business against Cleveland in Week 14. They have Jacksonville Week 15, uh, New York Giants Week 16, and the Bengals Week 17. So they could re- probably have a good three games of rest rolling into the playoffs if they really wanted to. Um, they probably obviously won't do that, but I, I got them going. I'm looking at the schedule. I have them going 13 and three. I have them going 13 and three, and that's being like. I'm trying to be as tough as I can about them. Let's say they get losses versus Kansas City, a divisional loss, and then maybe a surprise loss to a team where I could see Dallas beating them as well in a close one. Uh, 13-3 for me for Baltimore. Uh, Bobby, what you got? (laughs) Very similar. You know, uh, tough team. Tough team. I mean, obviously Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. He's Mm -hmm. the one that will get better. He's still a baby. You know, I mean, he's – I mean, considering, you know, between him and Mahomes, you know, flip a coin as far as like the most dynamic players in the NFL. Um, the rich got richer, too. Like, yeah. I can't believe they got they picked up D.K. Dobbins, you know, the running back out of Ohio State in the second round, you know, matching them up with Ingram. That's, that's just another weapon. We know that Baltimore is going to play great defense. Um, I, I see them rolling. I don't have them at 13 and three, but I got them at 12 and four. 12 and four, Matt. Yeah, I got um Yeah, see man, this this division's kinda weird. Uh I mean Kansas City that that to me I got them all right, so I got them going eleven to five. The, the rest of the division in my opinion is gonna be really weird. Um there's a lot happening there. But Kansas City we already know they're stout, they're gonna be stout for years to come. Mm-hmm. Um 
So, yeah, 11 and 5, easy. I mean, I could even see that being 13 and 3, uh, 12 and 4, but they got a couple games on there. You never know. Um, it's all about matchups. So, I got them going 11 and 5. I mean, I think we're all pretty much on the same page, though, with that team. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a pretty easy team to pick. You know, they're getting at least 10 wins. After that, it's kind of just nitpicking, in, all our, in my opinion, at least. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to think they're gonna take a step back. It's just kind of a team that's going to just kind of continue where they left off last year type thing. They have a lot of high expectations. You know, their expectations are obviously, you know, going to the big ones. So. All right, we move to the AFC East, and this one should be another interesting division to go over as we now have a Tom Brady list. Tom Brady lists AFC for the first time in the 2000s era. Um, we're going to start, though, in Miami with the Dolphins, and my big question to both of you, and Matt, I'll start with you, is what do you see them doing, one and two? Who the hell is their quarterback going to be? So, I mean, it's tough. I'm hearing that Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it, it, gonna be, it's got to yeah, be, right? It's got to be. You know, yeah. that, that's what I'm thinking, too. Head coach, yeah. of course, he's going to start the, the, you know, the most experienced guy, the guy that's going to be able to win games now. Right. Uh, it's not going to happen. I mean, with my, I, but yeah, that whole two is. I honestly, I wish, I wish he started. I would, I don't know about how. What do you guys think about that? I honestly, I wish he started. Who's that, Tua? Who? You talking about Tua starting off the gate? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, you know, the only the only reason why I kind of disagree with that statement is that because you know Fitz is one of those guys, man, that's always been a plug-in guy. You know what I mean? You know that you can, you, you know, he's gonna keep you in the game. When not he's not gonna make a lot of mistakes or whatnot. Two, two is definitely gonna be the guy, but um, there's gonna be a, definitely a short leash in my book. No comment, Wes. Uh. Yeah, I got one. I'll, I'll do it on mine because I was kind of going there too. I'll let you go ahead and finish up. With yeah, the I was, yeah, I just kind of spit what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, no, I mean, yeah. um, no, I mean, I got them going. <clears throat> I got them going seven and nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking at them too, and in to answer your point, I. I if if you're asking me if I'm the head coach of that team and you're asking me who I'm starting, um, I'm gonna go ahead and start uh, Fitzmagic as well. I, I agree with the decision. Uh, if anything, if anything at all, Tua can see exactly what not to do or what to do. And 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 I and Bobby, with what your point is, I'm gonna expand on it a little bit. Uh, he's doesn't make a lot of mistakes or he makes a ton of mistakes. There's really no in between with Fitzpatrick in my eyes. He's either awesome. Or terrible. He's either the reason you win or the reason you lost, in my eyes. There's there's no in between. So I think he's actually the perfect person to put out there right now. To see. There you go. Um so you put him you put him out there. And, and on top of that, if you're the head coach, you have you know, Flores, you have no pressure on your back right now. You know you're rebuilding a team. You came off a, a, a season where the expectations were extremely low and you way beat him. Um, I send two out there to get injured because if you do bad, all you're going to do is get yourself some more ammo for him, and he's a year healthier. Uh, I'm starting Fitzmagic, and the fact that I don't have the crowd booing behind me calling for Tua's name makes me leave him in even longer. So I, I have them staying in. 
the majority of the season. I, I'm trying to see when maybe. All right. You got their schedule up? I, even I got their schedule, schedule up, but, you know, it's kind of funny. Week 10 and 12, they have the Jets week 10, a bye week on week 11, and they play the week Jets week 12. I just thought that was kind of funny. I mean, I don't even know where you plug him in at right now because there's, at the beginning of the season, you have an unknown New England team. Uh, you have a Buffalo Bills team that you're probably going to lose to. You have Jacksonville, who you'll probably beat. Um, you'll have Seattle who's going to stomp you. Then you have San Francisco who's going to stomp you. So maybe if you're going to plug them in somewhere, if you're going to do it, it's week six at Denver or week seven home versus the Chargers. But I probably wouldn't do that with Bosa coming So or Von Miller. So then you have that conundrum as well. Week eight, you have Aaron Donald coming at you. Week nine, you could do it versus Kyler Murray maybe. But they're probably that, – that, that would maybe week nine. If you're going to ask me week nine is when I would start them if we're having a bad start to our season. So with all that said, though, as far as what I see them doing, I'm with Matt, 7-9. and nine. Bobby. Woo! Man, you guys are friendly compared to what I'm about to say about this I game. I can't right wait. Now. Yeah. Um, woo, man. Uh, I got Fitz starting for sure. I mean, because you don't want to throw your, you know, you don't want to throw your rookie quarterback out to the Wolves week mm-hmm. one unless you have to, yeah. like the Bengals and Joe Burrow, obviously. Um, do I see um, Tua – Coming in, uh, kind of like Wes. I mean, you know, there's going to be, you know, people are going to be calling his name, you know, because he's a dynamic playmaker or whatnot. I don't think they're going to want to put him out that early because even though he's a 100% clear from his injuries and all that, NFL is a different game, obviously, you know. So, um, and there was no preseason, too. So, you, you know, people forget a lot about that. There, You know, he has no reps yet. All his reps are going to be live, you know, live game reps. So, um not many weapons for him, you know, not many weapons for that team right there. I mean, I mean, their strength. I mean, they did sign, you know, my boy Byron Jones from the Cowboys to a record setting deal. And they're pairing him up with the uh, Xavier Howard to, you know, one of the, you know, most expensive top quarterback duos, you know, in the league. But whew, other than that, man, I mean, I think this, this team is going to be fighting for, you know, they're going to be battling for that one, two, three pick. And I got them going three and 13. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. I mean, I know I was being extremely generous, but good God, three and thirteen. Yeah, no, I, I can see that happening though. If we're being if we're being one hundred percent honest with each other, I can definitely see that happening. And I like that man. Yeah, and they, you know what? Actually, I was just reading up a report the other day that Miles Gaskin, my running back from the Huskies, who was the all-time leading rusher for the Huskies, who they drafted in the seventh round two years ago. Excuse me, looks to be maybe like their. They're second running back right now, too. So, like, don't get me wrong, man. I'm a fan of Tua. I'm a fan of, you know, uh, I've always been a Dolphins guy and whatnot, man. I don't, I don't know, man. I just uh, I, I don't see it. I hope I'm proven wrong, but we'll see. I can't wait to see Tua, though. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a really exciting football player to watch, man, and I'm sure we're going to see him this year, and it's going to be fun to watch. Matt, leave me in with the New York Jets. I got the Jets going six and ten, man. I don't think uh, with Jamal Adams going, I don't think Sam Darnold. Uh, there's no, there's not enough weapons there on, on either side of the ball. The defense is still, it's still, it's above average slightly, maybe average. Uh, offense though, still missing a lot, still missing a lot. Um, is Le'Veon Bell still on that team by chance? <laughs> yeah, uh, because yeah. I haven't heard shit from that guy. Like I said earlier. Since Pittsburgh, and it's burned both sides. So 
Yeah, man. Uh, Jets six and ten. Um, not not too much else to say about that. Bobby. Not at all. God, man, we're different. We're different. These picks, boy. Wow. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I mean, is Adam Gase going to be on the hot seat, man? You know, like he should have been last so. season, in my eyes. You know. But... Yeah, I mean, Sam Darnold. I was never a fan of him when he was at USC, being a Pac-12 guy or whatnot. Um. I mean, I don't trust really anything they have on Greg Williams' defense, you know, especially now that they lost Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Le'Veon Bell, I mean, I can't even tell you who their, you know, their wideout threats are right now. Um, I mean, they did get, you know, Mika Becton, you know, who's an absolute monster. Do you guys see that thing on social media? Oh, yeah, him standing next to yeah. – who is he standing next to? I can't remember, but he looked – it didn't even was. look real. They're like, like, no, this is not Photoshopped. It wasn't Photoshop either, bro. Like, that dude is actually that huge of a human being. Yeah, I think, what, 6'8", 365 or whatnot. Um, bro, man, I got them. I got them as the bottom. I mean, I got them struggling a lot, man. I got them going 4-12. and 12. Just one win above uh, the Jets. Or, I'm sorry, one win above Miami, 4-12. and 12. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, I'm with you. I think they're going to be worse than Miami. I, I'm, I'm being very... I really have a lot of hope for Miami, so I think that's kind of why I I have them as high as I do. Um, but I, for some reason with the Jets, it's it's all down to business, and the business is right off the bat. You have Buffalo, who I think is a better team than you. Um, San Francisco, who's going to beat the doors off of you. Um, and then uh, going to Indianapolis will not be an easy game either. So right off the bat, you definitely could be looking at 0-3 with Denver, Arizona, and the Chargers on the way after that. And it really doesn't get any easier going down the schedule as I'm looking. So, uh, um, uh, yeah, I got him bottom dwelling too. I got him, and, and Bobby, I'm with you this time. I got him four and twelve. I have them just being terrible. <laughs> I just, I think Gase goes. I think they give it one more shot at the uh, at at the quarterback position to see if they that's what they want to stick with uh, with Darnold and. And go from there. See what happens. And uh, next we will do the Buffalo Bills. We'll save the Patriots for last because I think everyone wants to know that one. Uh, Bills, I'll go ahead and start us out. I think this is a great football team right now. I think Sean, McDerm- Sean McDermott is doing a hell of a job up there. And I think this team is bought into the system and they're ready to go win. Uh, right off the bat, two wins real quick. Uh, Jets and Dolphins. I have them beating the Rams. I think they are a very strong, well-put-together team right now. And I'm actually going to – this could be my division winner this year. I have them going 10-6. and six. I have the Bills going 10-6 and six this season. I just said that. I did say it. Matt, what do you got? <laughs> hey, man, I got the Buffalo Bills going the same record as you got, 10-6. and six. 10-6. and 10-6, and six. all right. Okay, so uh, you, you feel like this team's a lot better as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they were right there last year. Uh, I think they got really good coaching, and I think they're definitely going to be much, much more tougher. I mean, they're just, they just added more pieces, if anything. I don't I don't think Buffalo – I didn't hear any uh, key free agents. They, uh, they, they got digs in the offseason as well. So Exactly, 100%. I thought they, they made an acquisition. I wasn't sure free agency <laughs> or trade, but, yes, you're right. They got digs. I think that's going to be massive. Um, and I have them winning the division at 10 and 6. Ooh, Bobby. Hey, you know what, man? So that I, I think I, I might have missed out, but Wes, you had them 10 and 6 as I, well? I, I did. 
Yeah, so that's going to be a threesome right there, man. Woo! I got him going 10 to 6 as well. Yeah, I, I like Josh Allen. I, you know what? I really like this football team, and I think this is going to be finally the year that the Patriots, even though, you know, everybody's, you know, with Tom Brady not playing with the Patriots, everybody's going to count them as, oh, they're not going to, you know, I mean, they're going to compete. Everybody knows that Bill Belichick is going to put out his competitive he's gonna, Yeah, he's going to bring them boys to play. There, there's no question about it, but I love Sean McDermott. I'm a big fan of him. I love him. Josh Allen going his third season. Stephon Diggs, uh, uh, a, a really great pickup. Um, huge pickup. I've always been a big fan of Diggs. He's a D.C. boy. Played at DeMatha High School, too. You know, so um, uh, I like them, man. I got them winning the division. In a, yeah, I got them going 10-6. I All think right. they're going to finally be throwing the Patriots. So I'm just going to throw this out here before we go too deep into the Patriots. Do we all have them going 9-7 and seven? or no? I have them going nine and seven. Yes. I have them going nine and seven. Matt, are you serious? Do you have them going nine and seven? I do, in fact, have them going nine and seven. Okay, cool. I, I figured that was the case, <laughs> and that was where we were all going with it, real quick. So let's just kill, you know, kill three birds with one stone in this situation. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I think the Patriots are going to, like, like you said, Bobby, they're going to bring out a really good team this season. They're going to be competitive. If you really don't think mm-hmm. they're going to be competitive, you don't know Bill Belichick, and you don't know what. I mean, have you missed like the last twenty seasons of football? Come on, it, 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 look, he's he's going to be fine Bill, without Brady. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick can take dudes off the street, man, and just make a game close. Which is why, which is why we should all be even more concerned that he's got a former NFL MVP in his arsenal. So Cam's not the same player he was before, but that doesn't matter to Bill Belichick. He's going to find a different way to do things. Maybe we see a a little bit more of a transition from Cam that we've been starting to see due to injury from the running runner to the more stereotypical pocket passer. He's been working his way there anyway. What's one more step for him to just jump into that position? It's possible, especially with Bill Belichick there. Don't be shocked if this team comes out and just starts beating people up. I mean, I think they can, they're, they're still a damn good. They're still the Patriots guys. They're still the Patriots and, Bill Belichick is still the the man in in uh, Foxborough. So nine and seven. Yeah, nine and seven as well. Really strong secondary. You know, you know, with the uh, the McCourty brothers back and. Uh, oh yeah. Gilmore. Uh, Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. So um, best, best you know, the Patriots. In the league last year. Did Gilmore opt out? He didn't opt out, right? No. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. All Patriots right. The Patriots. You know they're going to compete. That's right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the AFC South. We've got let's we're gonna start with the Tennessee Titans and work our way through that division. Uh, Matt, I'm gonna start with you. What are the Titans doing this year? So this is, I think, and it has been the past since ever. Uh, this is like the hardest division <laughs> to, yeah. to predict. It always is. It's ridiculous. And this year is completely ridiculous. Um. I have Tennessee going ten and six. I think okay. they I think they are gonna build off of what they did last year. Um they know it worked. You got King Henry in the backfield, Tannehill being uh, you know, high, high completion percentage, you know. Um but doesn't doesn't risk it too often. But isn't you know. Yeah, I, I think they're going to win the division. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I think Houston's going to take a step back with that D-hop trade. Um, but Bill O'Brien seems to think that he is Bill Belichick. So <laughs> who knows what happens there. But, yeah, with Tennessee, 10-6. 10-6, Bobby. Well, just like Matt said, to me this is out of – 
throughout the NFL, this is probably the toughest division, you know, year in, year out. I mean, you know, most competitive up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jags this year, might totally, yeah, I don't know about that, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, like King Henry, like you said, I mean, he's going to be the workhorse. Obviously, you know, the way that he finished off last season, a lot of teams are going to be um, obviously stacking the box. You know, I mean, you have no choice but to against them. Um, you know, AJ Brown, you know, is a really good receiver. You know, uh, I love Mike Vrabel, by the way. He's one of my oh, yeah. favorite coaches in the NFL. I loved him when he was – he's a Belichick, you know, um, predator. Yep. Loved him when he was a player, in, you know, when he was a player, you know, for Belichick, and then let alone a coach over there. Yep. I got him going 8-8, eight eight, though, man. I Ooh, got him going 8-8. Eight eight. Really? Yeah, that, was, that was one of my hardest picks, man. It, it was really one of my hardest picks. I'll be honest with you guys. In this division, man, I'm going to have a team winning 10 games. So. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to kind of piggyback off that. I actually have this as – in my eyes, the worst division in football this season. I think this will be the worst division. I, um, I have the uh, the Tennessee Titans going ten and six as well. Uh, like Matt said earlier, I think there's a lot of winnable games there. They're probably going to get a sweep on a few divisional rivals. Um, and I mean it, it's it's just favorable starting out. I think they they go get business done at Denver uh, week one. They got Jacksonville week two. Um. It's easy, a really good start for them. Uh, I think they are going to be competitive against Pittsburgh. They usually are. Buffalo, same thing. Texans, same thing. It's a divisional game. Then coming off the bye, they have two very winnable games at Cincinnati and Chicago, respectively. So I, I, I think that this team can make a lot of noise. They have a, a, a tough finish, but then, you know, I, I think they'll be okay. I think 10-6 and six is enough to get it done in this division. And even like Bobby said, I think that's kind of a stretch. I think they, they're probably more a 9-7 and seven team in my eyes. Going from Tennessee, we will move on to uh, Indianapolis, who just secured this season Phillip Rivers as their starting quarterback. Does uh, Phillip Rivers reignite it in Indianapolis? In my eyes, no. I don't think he's going to really do anything beneficial for them. I think they had a better option with Jacoby Brissett, and I don't say that with the utmost confidence because it – I don't, I've never seen Philip Rivers out of this system. I don't know how he's going to be. Is he going to be kind of like how he's always been, where he's going to try and force it a lot of times? That's going to result in turnovers, or is he going to actually kind of try and learn this playbook and get it rolling correctly and be a little more uh, patient? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's all going to depend on what Philip Rivers does. I have them going seven and nine, though. Uh, I, I I just don't see this team as a winning yeah. team, and I think that's being generous, honestly. But I have them going seven and nine. Bobby, I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in on that because I have the same exact record. I got them going seven and nine as well. Rivers, uh, you know, I mean, great career, obviously, mm-hmm. no question about it. I just don't see enough weapons out there for him. You know, I mean, you're what you, they got really really young wide receivers, Michael Pittman Jr. and Paris Campbell. I mean, you know, I mean, those guys have potential, but I mean, those aren't going to be the dudes though for them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin is a really good running back. You know, yes. he has potential, you know, and that's a great draft pick. A lot of those guys from Wisconsin do have good solid careers in the NFL, but I mean, you know, outside of, you know, and they're, I mean, they have the great offensive line. Everybody knows that, man. I mean, they have a wonderful offensive line. But, you know, as far as on the defensive side of the ball, you know, they invested in, you know, DeForest Buckner, you know. But other than that, I mean, I got the same thing, though, Wes. I got them going 7-9 as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, Matt, finish this out. Do you, have, you agree with us, or do you think they'll do better? 
or worse? Worse. Worse, worse, worse. worse. Talk to me. Four and, four and four and twelve. Yeah, okay. I need to yeah, hear about this one. That, I can see that though. I can see I'm not. That. I mean, I could see it, but I need to hear. Talk to me. Let me. Let me hear this. So they, the only thing they have going for them, like like y'all just said, is that that offense. Um, they, they've invested in that line, you know, somewhat. I think they still got one or two, semi questionable spots, but they're trying to build that O line for Andrew Luck. He's clearly no longer here. Um, I still think that they're clearly, especially on defense, they're still missing pieces. Yeah, DeForest Bunk, uh, Buckner, good, good pickup. Uh, but overall, yeah, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it at all. I think they need a lot of help. So, yeah, I think that that's going to be the worst of the division. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, going on from in, that's really interesting. I'm really eager now to hear the rest of your picks. Um, going from them, though, we are moving to the Texans in Houston. Matt, I'm going to let you lead us off with this one. I'll follow up after you. Bobby will round us out. Uh, Matt, what do you got the Texans doing? Yeah, I got Houston going on in seven. Um, I think they're going to be, you know, they're going to compete. Uh, yeah, they traded D-Hop, but um, David Johnson wasn't really utilized in – uh, Cliff Kingsbury's offense over there in Arizona. So I think uh, Bill O'Brien will, or I'm not even sure who at this point is the offensive coordinator over there, but they're going to find a way to utilize all their all their options. And I think if David Johnson is 100% healthy, that's going to be huge. I mean, they still got Will Fuller. They still got re- other receivers. So mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb. Exactly. Yeah. No, they're they're not short on receivers by, by by any means. And I think if David Johnson comes in and he he's the David Johnson of two, three, four years ago, I mean that that could be just as big, if not better, than having D Hop. I mean, they got options at receiver. So, Bobby. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I was mean, gonna go. Back. Yeah, sooner or back. I mean. <laughs> I'm not a huge Bill O'Brien fan. Like sometimes I don't know where he's thinking as far as the coach. You know, <laughs> I think you're really I think all of us are today beyond Clowney, you know. Like um but in this division, I mean it's you know, it's it's theirs for the taking, you know. I mean, I don't want to say they're the kings of the division because the Jags, you know, three or four years ago we're talking about a team that was one what, went away from the going to the Super Bowl, right? Or or was it the AFC championship? They were, there. They were their closest team since the Colts that actually went there to going there. Yes. Right. So I mean obviously, you know, um Deshaun Watson's a player. We know that. I mean he's a baller. Um they did lose Diop. They got Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb as their receivers, like Matt was saying. I mean I mean those guys are proven receivers. I mean they can play ball. They run great routes. If David Johnson can come back and be the player, not even the player that he was, but even maybe like three quarters or a half a player that he was, then, you know, you're talking about a team that's definitely, you know, going to be in the hunt for the division. I got him going nine and seven, winning the division. Okay. Okay. Nine and seven, winning the division. I have him going eight and eight, so I'm the low guy of the group. I think, uh, well, let me just go ahead and read you this. Week one, Kansas City. Week two, Baltimore. Um, Yeah. That's a great way to start, and that's a lot to ask of your QB that you've really done not a whole lot for. If they, if they, can, if they can steal one of those two, boy, they could have a good season. They could. They could. I don't see them getting either of them, though, that's, to be honest. Yeah, with that's you. tough, though. That's tough. Mm-mm. I don't see them getting either of them. Uh, Pittsburgh, Vikings, I, I, they're, they're 
I have them getting a win versus Pittsburgh, but I could see them not getting a win until week five versus Jacksonville. Um, so to potentially start out 0-4, that says a lot about your team, and that's kind of demoralizing. I think I think this is the season that ownership finally gets on Bill O'Brien because, I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on over there, but they I don't know how long that dude's leash is, but it, it, this is when everything's going to start falling apart beginning with. I think this team's going to get sick of him at some point this season. You've seen flare-ups of it before already. I, I, I think this could be Bill O'Brien's last hurrah in, in Houston. Yeah, he'll probably end up trading to Sean Wasser or something all season. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and round this AFC South up. Uh, Bobby, I'm going to go ahead and let you start. Uh, Jacksonville. Well, you know <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good start. Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to go, man. All my boys are gone from that squad, man. Who are you telling my my closet's full of no it, of of t- nothing? I it's terrible. All my boys are gone, man. You know, yeah, like I feel like Will Smith right now. Calais, Jalen, you know, Leonard. You know, tell me, tell me, you guys saw? I don't know. Kel- I, Kelvin's not there. And Gawkway, it's like, dude, like, oh, yeah. That, that Bleacher Report, it was, a, it was that, that gif, gif, whatever you want to call it, where it was that Jaguars fan going through like seven jerseys. And Dude, I have the same video. I made the exact uh, same video out of my uh, closet. It was one for, yeah, it was one first-round pick after another, and it was just like, dude. I mean, I bullied somebody. I bullied somebody with Wes. You know, Calais. We got Calais signed. The yeah. was hanging. I mean, it was just. I don't know, man. And, you know, like, and, you know, the Jags are like my second team, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, that's my hometown team. They're like my second team, man. And I'm just like, you know, bro. Tell me about it. I mean, I got, I I mean, Minshew, man, Mania, maybe a couple games. And four and 12, bro. Four and 12. I mean, that's being four. I got a four and 12. Like, that's that's me like hoping for four and twelve to be honest with you, Wes. I'm sorry, bro. Four and twelve, going for number one pick. I got four and twelve. Uh, uh, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I got them going six and ten. Uh, even with Minshew, I, I, there's just so many question marks. They're clearly cleaning house, rebuilding. There's, there's honestly not much to say with with the amount of players that have come and gone. In the past few years, never seen anything like it before. <laughs> they were they were up ten points on on the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, and then to, and then not not with an aging team, but as the same thing in twenty sixteen with the Falcons, it was an up and coming team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know how we got here. I mean, with Tom Coughlin being gone. You, you you kind of pointing in that direction like it, it, it's had a lot to do with him and and that, and that super when you have that young of a team you can't be you can't be that hands on you can't be that strict you got to let these young guys play especially the great players that they had but disappointing uh, that we're here but yeah six and ten I think they it's gonna be a couple more years of something like this and then they'll kind of start rebuilding. Or you know, really getting back into playoff contention. 
I hope so, but based on their uh, repertoire of things, we're looking at a 2027 date of their playoffs, because it's about every 10 years they go to the playoffs, so we still got a ways to go. Um, no, I, I look at oh, this. Sounds like, sounds like Dallas. <laughs> well, no, we go every four, but we never won one. There you go. Um, so, I went through the schedule pretty deeply, as you could probably expect. 5-11. Uh, I was 5-11. and 11. Uh, I went through this. I think the season starts off. Uh, losses versus Indy and Tennessee. They have three or two very winnable games. I think they actually go on a stretch here, believe it or not, and pull off four straight. It sounds impressive, but hold your horses. It's Miami, Cincinnati. I think they steal one with Houston and Detroit. So let's not go crazy here. And that's really giving them a big chance. I think they have a winnable one versus the Chargers, but then it's Texans L, Green Bay L, Pittsburgh L, uh, Cleveland, another one of those ones could be either way, but probably an L. Minnesota for Sengakwe L, Tennessee L, Baltimore L. They could maybe fight versus Chicago, and then L versus Indy. So it's going to be another tough season for Jacksonville. And, and this is the thing, too. On top of everything else, they're not going to get the first pick. So they're going to have to figure something else out, whether it becomes them trading picks or whatever. Um, they're going to have to figure something out if, if they really want to go after Trevor Lawrence and they really want to bring him in. And, you know, a lot of people, there's articles coming out about them trying to bring Sweeney with them, which is not going to happen. We can go ahead and close that book right now. Um yeah, five and eleven. It's being courteous, and uh, yeah, hang on. So Wes, let me ask you about this though, since obviously you know you're the Jazz guy or whatnot. Um, yeah. Doug Marone is he going to be the uh, the coach in 2021 or no? Based on my projections, no. Uh, I don't even think he'll make it to the end of the season. I think okay. uh, Jay okay. Gruden's going to be the coach of this team for a little while, pending anything going on with him outside of football uh yeah i do not see him as the head coach going forward and if they get rid of marone it's going to be a full sweep called wells gone too uh look for tony khan potentially to step into that gm role man uh, he's all over the place right now but uh shad khan's son could potentially step into that gm position uh if not i'd freaking kill to have lewis riddick there but um yeah 511 bro 511 Let's go Thanks ahead on that. Yep. and jump into our final division, and we'll wrap up here. It is the AFC West, and we're going to start with the Los Angeles Chargers. I'll go ahead and start us out. Now that uh, Derwin James has gotten his surgery and is out for the year, there's another hole in defense, but it's nothing they haven't dealt with. It's pretty much been status quo for him. Unfortunately, he's having a lot of issues staying healthy. Um, it's going to be a rough year. Tyrod is a great quarterback. I do like Tyrod as a quarterback, but I don't think he it, it's his team. It, and that was determined during the draft. So, uh, I mean, I'm looking at this. I think they're going to be one of, if not the worst team in the division. But I still think this is going to be a competitive division. I have them going 6-10 and 10 this season. Matt, what you got? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I was You're okay. uh, asking. You're what, fine. What Los Angeles Chargers. I have them going Charles six Cowboys. and ten. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you, brother. Right cool. there with you, six and ten. Uh, don't see them doing too much with Terod Taylor. Not at all. Um, Derwin James. I'm sure you just mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, they got a lot of issues. They so that team is is has been. I don't know what to describe it over the past few years, especially the past. 
two or three where we, we every every season we, we've gone in when they have had Phillip Rivers and we're just like, the, the, here we go. Like, yep. Phillip Rivers at the end of his run, you know, yep. here we go. Looks like, you know, might finally get at least at least a chance to play in the Super Bowl. And nope, not at all. Everything backfires. A lot of injuries, a lot of, you know, misfortune, honestly. Um, but, yeah, six and ten. Bobby. I mean, I'm kind of uh, – I'm right there with you guys, to be honest with you. I mean, there's really not much to talk about when you come to the Chargers. Uh, I mean, I don't think – I don't know if Justin Herbert, you know, their first-round, you know, pick, you know, quarterback out of Oregon is going to see the field or not this year. Um, not many weapons on that team. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, Keenan Allen's a player. We love him. I mean, he's a solid player. I'm not really sold, you know, on that defense. Um you know, I mean, they have a decent tight end, and you know, Hunter Henry you know, played all 16 games last year. You know, for the first time in his career, you know, four-year career and all that. Um, I got them going. I got them going seven and nine. Seven and nine. Okay. We'll see what the Chargers. I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do, and they're on hard knocks all year too. Remember that, so they got extra cameras. In their have you guys been watching that, by the way? Man, I, I haven't. Have I don't have HBO. I I don't have it either, to be honest with you, Matt. You yeah. in at all? I have heard that uh, this season is actually uh, pretty, pretty, pretty damn good. Um, well, they're doing two teams. It better be. Yeah, they're doing yeah. two. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but I mean, in my opinion, it, it's kind of lost its luster years ago. Yeah, I haven't I mean, watched it in five seasons. In their worst period. I mean, it was literally the Falcons' hard knocks, which is literally what you expect. A lot, a lot of. A lot of chatter, a lot of hype. It's the ATL, and then, um, yeah. you know, just kind of, kind of is what it is around that area. <laughs> yeah. All right, Denver. We're gonna go ahead and roll into Denver. Uh, Bobby, you want to lead us off with the Broncos? Uh, you know what, man? Man, Sawyer's more like me, man. Like, <laughs> I, man, I, I like this team, man. I really I do. do. I really do, man. I mean, I like when they got Drew Locke last year, man. I, I, I'm a big fan of him. You know, they added a lot of – I mean, they got, they added, you know, Jerry Judy, you know, and he has a little Jerry special Judy. place in my heart because I, I had a coach against him, mm-hmm. you know, out of Deer, uh, Deerfield Beach, you know, like five years ago. Like, the, wor- the worst player we ever had, mm-hmm. ever had to scout. Like, I had to watch, like, film on his ass for, like, six hours. Never want to do it again. <laughs> I mean, that kid was crazy. You know, went to Alabama, tore it up. I mean, ridiculous athlete. Um, and they got KJ Hamler, another wide receiver, and you know, going along with Cortland Sutton, and then don't forget like Noah Font. So there's weapons out there, you know, for that team. And then you got Melvin Gordon, right? Am I right? I think there he's a yep. running back there. Too. Him and Philip Lindsay. And Philip Lindsay. So I mean, you know, the defense. You know, you still got Von Miller. You know, I'm I'm not really that familiar. I haven't really looked in that much to their defense. But um, on the other side, yep, they got AJ Boye in the off season. Exactly, man. So um. I'm a fan, you know, like, you know, I got them, I got them going nine and seven, you know, but I mean, I could see maybe a 10 and six, obviously the chiefs are the, the Kings right now, but, um, I like the, I like the, I like the direction that the uh, Broncos are going and I'm a Drew Locke fan. They got a lot of weapons. Um, we'll see. I mean, that's another team last year, you know, that lost a lot of heartbreak games. They're right towards the end. You yep. know what I mean? They're like, what? You know, they're they're kind of right there on the cusp. You know, yeah. over that little hump right there, man. I kind of like them. I got them going on the seven. Matt. Yeah, Bobby, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm right there with you. Um, 
I'm a little bit less on them than you are. I'm, I'm kind of seven to nine, eight and eight. Um, I'll, I'll confirm an eight and eight. Um, I think that's what they went with. I think, I believe that's what they went last year. Seven to nine, eight and eight. Same thing. Was it? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're right there. Uh, they're still missing. They're still missing. I think too much on both sides. Um, I do like the Drew Lock pick. Um, like you said, Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, you know, that right there, that's the best tandem. That's a, that's a potent ground. ground that, that's the best tandem. I mean, Philip Lindsay had over 1,000 yards and over 10 touchdowns, I believe, or he was right there last, I believe, last year. Like, he's pretty good back. So, uh, yeah, 7-9, and 8-8. Eight eight, uh, like I said, I'll confirm the 8-8. Eight eight. Um, right there. So... Uh, something on that defense. Uh, Von Miller's getting kind of old, and and some other players there. So, yeah, they're 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 close though. Yeah, I got them going eight and eight. We got them right into the line. Uh, I think they're a 500 football team right now. They got a few improvements to make here and there. Get a little bit younger in some positions, add some depth to a couple more positions. But other than that, I like the Denver team. I think Denver's in the right direction. I think that team is is moving in the right way right now. Um see what Elway does to continue to grow them in the following season, but I, I think they're they're on pace in the right direction. I, I like Denver. Uh, we will do the char- or I'm sorry, the Raiders next, and then we'll finish off with the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, let's go ahead and start, though, with those Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas playing in their new stadium. This season, looking at their schedule, I think this is going to be a rough year for them. I think it's a good thing that they're not going to be having full attendance this year. Uh, it's tough, tough start to the season uh, with Carolina and New Orleans and then New England week three in Foxborough. Uh, Bills, Chiefs doesn't make it any easier. You have Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, a, a, a tough Cleveland Browns team. I mean, it, it's it's not an easy schedule for them by any means. So uh, I think this is the bottom barrel team in the division. Uh, I'm going 4-12 and for the Raiders. Matt, what you got? Yeah, no, I'm pretty much right there with you. Uh, I don't think the Raiders doing really too many big things. I mean, we got, we already had this controversy with Derek Carr and and uh, Marcus Mariota. We we I've been hearing Jay, or John Gruden mm-hmm. uh, talk you know, rave about Marcus Mariota, his mobility and this and that. And, and he would love to see that in Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota takes chances downfield and this and that. So I think that's going to actually turn into something later in the year. We might, we might see the flip. Oh, well, I think to it's going to happen this year. I agree with you. So, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's most likely going to, I mean, why would Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Mariota deserves, in my opinion, another chance to start somewhere. Yes. So um, why not with with the Raiders? And we'll see what happens to Derek Carr possibly down the road. But that's what I think is going to happen. Like you said, four and twelve. Uh, I have them going five and eleven. Five and eleven. Bobby finishes yeah. out with the Raiders. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. The Raiders are gonna be fun to watch this year. Obviously, any John Gruden football team is fun to watch. You know, there's gonna be a lot of hype. The new stadium looks badass, by the way. Yes. So, um, that's gonna be fun to watch, even though there probably won't be any fans in the stands. I think you confirmed that, Wes. Yep. Not. Uh, it's not yes. gonna be full uh, attendance, but I believe there is going to be partial attendance. 
Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming Derek Carr is a starter right now, like Pennsylvania. I don't know. Like Mariota, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, being there, Josh Jacobs is a really good running back. I like them. They got a couple of weapons. I'm, you know, uh, it's Brian Edwards, Henry Renfo, and, um, you know, the rookie out of Alabama, Henry Ruggs, you know, you know, the Raiders always like to drop the fastest player in the, you know, in the draft. <laughs> That's what they've always done. So, um, but, uh, I mean, Selim Farrell, you know, very good. And Malik Collins, I mean, they have a defense in line that's, you know, pretty decent. I love Corey Littleton, their middle linebacker. But I don't see much out of his team, to be honest with you, right now. Um, I actually have them as the bottom dwellers in this division going 7-9. and 7-9. and, nine. Seven and, nine. I, and I think that's even high, honestly. I think that's high for him. Let's go yeah. ahead and finish out the season with the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. Bobby, I'm gonna let you lead us off. Uh, I mean, there's not much to talk about this, bro. I mean, I mean, this team didn't lose anybody. You no, know, they're uh, they got they got stronger if bro, anything. Bro, I, <laughs> I don't really need to say anything, man. I mean, to me, they're the. Team to beat. I got them going 12 and 4. 12 and, and 4. Uh, obviously, 12 and 4, obviously, compete for a Super Bowl. Yep. Matt. No, I'm right there with you guys. I mean, it, like, there's nothing to talk about. Uh, 12 and 4, 11 and 5. Yeah, 12 and 4. I'm right there with you, Bobby. Um, yep. they're, they're stacked. They're, they're, they're ready for the next three, possibly more years with Pat Mahomes. I mean, you, they just signed him to that mega deal, what, 10 years? So, Travis Kelsey, locked and loaded. locked and loaded. Um, Got a lot of good players on defense. Um, I mean, they're going to hit some cap issues, as every team does, Uh, you know, once you acquire that many good players. But for the foreseeable future, man, KC. It's a super team. It's a super team. They're building up to be one of those super franchises. Yep, we saw saw the fall of one dynasty, and we're seeing the rise of another one. Kansas City will be leading this not only their division and or the conference, but the NFL for the next decade. They set themselves up for success. Um, I don't even have. I have them fourteen and two. Uh, I have them. Yeah, sleep. which hey, which I'm which I can I, I can see that totally. Yep, totally. it could be any of them. Honestly, it's it's uh it, it's gonna be a tough team to beat. Uh, I'm very 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 happy we do not play them this season, because if we did, um, I would be sad. Because I don't want to see that kind of beating in my building. So, yeah, Kansas City, 14 and two, dominating, uh, Super Bowl favorite uh, until Lamar Jackson can win a playoff game. I think they are the king of the NFL. Uh, yeah, and, and, and by the way, congratulations to Pat Mahomes. Yeah, he's, he's he's living his best life engaged. right now. Bro. Man's engaged. <laughs> yeah, good for the him. Same, his high school sweetheart. Yeah. So it was something like that. He's like. You want to, so this guy has won. Uh, uh, they, they were together in high school. He won a state, two state championships, two state high school championships, and then he went to Texas Tech and balled out at Texas Tech and the Super Bowl MVP. Like, boy, did this, did this woman strike gold? This guy signed what half a billion dollar contract? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, but hey, look, you know, I, I have utmost respect for both of them. They, you know, they've been together for yeah. a long ass time. It's not like one just kind of jumped on because the other one got to where they are. It's, it's no, yeah, yeah that, that, that's good. I'm happy for the both. He's a good, of them. He's a good dude. He's a good dude too. He man, is. Man. He, he is. Real well. 
He is, but guess what? Ten years from now, we're gonna hate this guy. He's, he's the next. Ten Tom years. Brady. Ten yeah, years. Give me two. Yeah. Give me two more years like last year, and I'll be there already. It don't take that long. Jesus. <laughs> no, but regardless, yeah, he's one of those players. I'll, I'll if I do honest. hate him, I respect him when he retires. I'll be honest with you, man. This is one of the most stacked teams that they got going on right now that I've ever seen in all my years watching football. Yep. Agreed. Does it make me think of uh, uh, 2010 Eagles? Mike Vick, Deshaun Jackson, that no, whole no. crew? Nah, man. Way better than that. Yeah. Oh, man. The 1997 Cowboys, they had uh, the, the three and then Dion on that team. And everybody nah, he was there in 1997. But so y'all wouldn't even know about that, man. You guys are old bastard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so next week, we start our picks for the well, season. Hold on, man. What about our wild cards, though? <laughs> Division winners are wild. Oh, yeah, okay. You're right, you're right. Excuse, excuse me, excuse me. So, Bobby, you have Baltimore, you have Buffalo, you have Kansas City, and you have Houston winning the divisions. Your wild card teams are as follows. It will be in a close fight, Pittsburgh and Houston, correct? New England, I had going nine and seven. Tonight. Nine and seven. Yep, you have them in nine and seven as well. So New England's your wild card. I got New England as one of my wild cards, and uh-huh. I got Pittsburgh as the other one. Got you, Matt. You have, let's see, uh, you have Baltimore, you have uh, Buffalo, you have KC. So all the same here so far, and. You have Tennessee. Who's your wild cards? That's tough. Oh my god. Um. Man, uh, let's go. The Tennessee one, man. That that one's really tough. I'm gonna go. You, you were Houston was in that in that list, right? Yeah, you have Houston at uh, let's see, you have Houston yeah. at nine and seven, so yeah, you have Cleveland at ten and six. Yeah, Houston wild card, wild card. Uh-huh. and then Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland okay. as well. Okay, Houston and Cleveland sneaking in. All right, I have Baltimore again, no difference. I have Buffalo, same thing. I have KC, same thing, and I have Tennessee, which is the same thing as Matt. My wild card teams. Ooh, God, somebody's getting in here with a losing record. It looks like. No, it's actually going to be Pittsburgh and New England sliding in. Who would have thought we'd be saying both of those teams sneak into the playoffs? But yeah, I have Baltimore, or I'm sorry, Pittsburgh and New England slipping in. Now, next week we are starting with our actual picks. Bobby, you are the defending champion. This is the last day you are the the champion until we start a new season. You have any yep, last yep. words? Good luck. <laughs> I'm coming out for y'all. I love y'all, but I'm coming out. Hey, I'm going to be looking forward to it. Not only that, but in our fantasy league as well. Yeah, I was just about to say fantasy. Extra point inaugural season has begun in fantasy football. We'll definitely be talking about that throughout the season. We're also going to be doing our locks again this hey, season. Our, hey, when's our draft on that? I know we're on it, live right it, now. But... It's Saturday. It's Saturday. No, I'm, hey, hey, Saturday? Uh, I'm down to it, do uh, first – First few picks live. I mean, if, if we're trying to do something yeah. like that, no, like, yeah. I'm definitely down. I'm in. 
Yeah, we can figure it out. So it's eight o'clock at night, right, on Saturday. Yep. Yeah, and maybe we can get a you know a few other uh, Logan other, already said he joined in, so we already got a couple people that were ready to hop in, and we'll, we'll talk about that because we'll, next week we're gonna do our uh, week one picks anyway, so we can talk Sounds about it. Good. Sounds good. Cool. Well, for Bobby and uh, a surprise showing from Matt, uh, this is Wes, and this has been the extra yo, point. Yo. See you next week. NFL starts. All right, fellas. Yo, sir. Peace. Go Cowboys.